Partnering with God is the way to go. I mean, coming up alongside the one that holds us, has the past, present, and the future, that's who I'd like to partner with. Well, that's exactly what we talk about here today on today's podcast. Well, welcome to another podcast with Steve and Eddie. We are really glad to have you, and it is good to be with my pal Eddie today. It's good to see you, buddy. Yep. Thank you, Steve. Well, I tell you, uh, we have had a had a great uh, weather. The weather has been, for me anyway, it seems yes. like it's been really awesome. Um, and we've had a, a great since the last week. Since this last weekend, have just had some really awesome nights. Um, I'm just really been enjoying it. Perfect nights. It really has been. Yeah, I think uh, what was it been in the upper 80s? I think it's been throughout the day. Full moon last night. Yep, yep. In fact, Jude and I, uh, he he wanted to do a little night swimming, so we (laughs) we jumped in our pool and uh, did that. So we had a good time. And honestly, I can say this: sometimes, you know, the the chill of an evening air is a little too much. You know, where the you want to just stay in the pool. Well, the the weather, the air outside temperature, I think, was about equal to what it was on the inside well, of the pool, yeah. and, and you really didn't mind dealing with that. So that's good. We had a good time together last night. It was a lot of fun. But, um, but yeah, how are you doing? I'm doing. I, uh, of course, everybody probably pretty much knows by now that I resigned last Sunday. So it uh, took a little pressure off. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be talking a little bit, just a little bit more about that uh, in the podcast uh, as we get going here. But um, yeah, the uh, the the time of of um, kind of a wrapping up. He, I like to say it after the first service. You kind of you drop the mic. I said I I, I said uh, okay. Well, we need to. <laughs> It was a quick, short little well, deal, I, and, and uh, I'm sure it's because you didn't want to get emotional. I didn't uh, want to get emotional. That's it. That'll be coming later, I'm sure. I'll yeah. try to, uh, I'll, I'll explain more later. So it's. Yeah, and, and honestly, it is. It's, it's a, a time of um, where you felt the Lord. And, and again, we will talk a little bit more about that at the end of, of uh, what we talked about as we talk about what uh, Brian spoke on. But it, uh, that partnership and, and all of that, and uh, but September 18th is um, the date that you had set, and um, boy, we celebrate you and Daisy, and we are uh, grateful for um, you following the call that God had placed upon you and yeah. to share, and you'll always be a part of Crossroads, that's for sure. Yeah. Yep. It's good stuff. Well, you had, had a chat with... Uh, uh, the the uh, face of Ohio Valley gas this morning this about morning, so. about the Dodgers and the Cardinals and the fact that the Cardinals now see I'm gonna have to check my check phone as out, we talk about sure this what he said. that the that the Dodgers couldn't make it happen and got beat by the Cardinals let's let's just see on this uh, the old scores of uh, Tuesday night. Let's just find out what's happened here. Um, but they said a lot of people were saying that the Cardinals held out. They did seven to six. Yeah, they beat them seven to six. Well, here they got one. They got one back 
on the seventh. That's that's when I was listening. Yeah. Um, they got one back and tied it up, and then the Cardinals got one on the eighth inning to to go ahead of them. No, let's see, would it have been tied up? Must have been. I actually don't know how that worked again. Well, Dodgers got one in sixth, one in the seventh. Cardinals came back and got another one on the bottom of the eighth. Cardinals came back and got another one in the ninth. Yeah. But it wasn't enough. Seven to six, they lost. Yeah. So, well, I, 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 the Cubbies came close against the Dodgers three games. Yeah. Three games they were close. They should have won it. But the Dodgers were pesky. Yeah. And uh, that's what they were being with the Cardinals, but the Cardinals held them off. So, well, congrats, Cardinals. That's good stuff. <laughs> well, that's a good way to describe Dodger fans. Pesky. Pesky. Yeah. Pesky Dodgers. Yeah. Well, they are, and they've been winning. So, well, anyway, enough of baseball right now, but uh, it, it is good to be um, a part of uh, just a, a, a an organization that is willing to move forward and, and um, with being able to use the likes of us. You know what I mean? I mean, Absolutely. God has allowed. I, want, I think that every day. God has allowed us to be a part of uh, the furtherance of his kingdom and and um, and so in doing that I had a conversation with uh, Brian Miller uh, that uh, came in and spoke on Sunday as you have most of you've heard Brian will be the interim pastor that will um, that he will be uh, doing that, and we'll slowly start to engage with him more and more as time goes along here. But uh, of course, into August, and he'll be speaking again in August. He will be doing a series on partnership, and you'll hear about a little bit about that in this recording that I had had with him yesterday. So, without further ado, I'm just going to turn it over to that recording right now, and we're going to pick up after that uh, by saying a few words. But here's that recording with Brian Miller. Well, I'd like to welcome in Brian Miller uh, to the podcast here today. And uh, Brian, it's good to have you with us. Brian Miller. Hey, man, it's, it's great to be with you. It was so fun to be there Sunday. Uh, at two services is something, you know... The most I've ever done was three, so this is this. <laughs> I was it's right in your wheelhouse. Well, I've done it enough to know not to say in the second service, like I said in the first service, because you can always tell somebody is not used to preaching multiple services because they seem to always refer to the first service. Right, right. Well, we're glad here that you're here, and and I can tell you that we're only going to do one podcast, so I can just. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that is it's going to be good. Yes, sir. Yes. Like I said, well, the first podcast, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do a second podcast. <laughs> exactly. Well, we are glad. This is going to be neat because um, as people are listening to the podcast today, yeah, um, there uh, it's going to be Eddie and I. And we're going to intro in that. And now it's our time to uh, to have a chance to have an interview kind of process with with the speaker on Sunday. But uh, you talked about uh, partnership and brought the message uh, about partnership on um, on Sunday, and it and it was a great. Uh, sermon. First of all, I want to say thank you for bringing that uh, and being obedient to the Father. And uh, it was great in a lot of ways because as as Eddie brought 
uh, took the mic uh, <laughs> after that song. After it ended with the, and we did communion through, um, yeah. you know, Christ be magnified. He then took the mic, and it wasn't very long before he ended up just doing a mic drop. <laughs> and so, <laughs> and um, for those listening, uh, and those maybe even hearing for the first time, uh, Eddie presented at that moment that Brian, you are going to be our interim uh, pastor as Eddie is going to be transitioning out. And um, in September the 18th will be Eddie's last Sunday. Yeah. And so that whole process, we're gonna we're gonna have times that are gonna be coming up in the future where we're gonna get a chance to talk a little bit more about interim, what that looks like, yeah. what that is. Um, we're gonna have you on the podcast more. Um, but today's whole process today is we want to invite you into the podcast to talk about partnership get a little bit more clarity about how does that translate to our everyday lives. And um, and so we want to talk about that. But then how beautifully then that actually opens up the door for tra- for this transition time where we partner together as a body and move forward. Yeah, let me let me just share my heart with you a little bit. So so this could you, you may be cringing to like you know well let me start when i was five years old you're like that's a little too far back brian i think so let me start back i mean even i i was raised in sunday school steve um okay my my i had two older brothers and a dad and mom and and i don't i didn't even think about why but but at the time mom took me to sunday school and my mom is is surely up for sainthood i haven't talked to pope francis about that yet uh uh, but but anyway she did everything she was my cub scout leader she's my sunday school teacher uh took me to magic classes over to indiana state just fun stuff just invested in me unbelievable amount so we would go to sunday school and she wasn't always my sunday school teacher and i love sunday school i and I think the teachers loved having me because they had prepared a lesson and then there's three kids eating glue, you know, <laughs> and then I'm asking about questions about Moses that they're like, well, that's a good, qu-. I mean, they're, you know, they're like, I get to use my lesson prep with Brian a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I love Sunday school. And um, then we'd stay for church sometimes if I could not talk her out of it. And I, it was irrelevant. It, it didn't move me it didn't i don't i remember two sermons over you know 15 20 years one was Hmm. don't read the funny papers it's kind of a waste of time on and energy on something frivolous (laughs) and they were good you know this is beetle bailey days this is right right i mean certainly can't miss beetle bailey and and uh and you'll like you'll appreciate this i think how amy grant had turned to the devil because she recorded a song with peter satara uh, from chicago yes. 26 yes. 7 to 4 those are the wrong numbers but i love chicago <laughs> even though i can't do the numbers in the right order i love that sound i mean it was ska before ska was ska i think I, i'm uh, probably wrong about that one of my one words. of my favorite groups yes i love them and that yep. that she was the devil and i thought this this is not so through Sunday school, I fell in love with Jesus. I mean, hmm. if I was when I was five years old, and I, I may be making up exactly what happened, but Zola Wolf said, you know, do you believe in Jesus? And I said, yes, I do. You know, it was there was no... And then some people say, well, then you fall away from that. I never 
I always believed in Jesus. I always loved Jesus. And I loved, and then when I was 18, uh, a girlfriend gave me a new, an NIV Bible, which I just read the New Testament instantly. And I was like, I didn't know what this said, mm-hmm. <laughs> even though yeah. I been in church for 10, 15 years. And, and it changed, you know, I just loved all that. What I didn't love was how the church expressed itself. It seemed, you know, cold and distant. And, you know, even if I believe in God or didn't believe in God, life was pretty much the same life almost. It just didn't seem relevant. And so I I still love Jesus. I I went to church in various places and I'm I'm coming near the end. This is more near the end than the middle. So don't, don't (laughs) get hung up on me here, Steve, with the, I know it's going long, but uh, put some more tape in the machine, would you? Okay. okay, For this. (laughs) So I go, I get an engineering degree and I go to Austin, Texas and I'm at, I'm at IBM and I, I, I'm a nerd and I loved working at IBM and I was going to a big Baptist church because that's the only church that's sanctioned in Texas, I think is big Baptist. And, um, it was a great church. It was multi, it was, it was a couple thousand people. I really liked that church. Except it still felt like, isn't there more to this? Hmm. Steve, isn't there more to this church life than just even this? Mm-hmm. And so I'm driving home one day from church, and I I don't always recognize what I'm... I mean, I, I was talking to God, just talking to him, and I was complaining. And I said, you know, isn't it supposed to be more than this? Shouldn't the sermons be a little deeper? Shouldn't the relationships be a little less shallow? Shouldn't... And God just opened up on me, not in a mean way, but very straightforward. And I heard these words and i've rarely heard god say words you know and multiple words at one time i've heard one word maybe but he said do something about it or shut up huh i realized this is a problem god recognizes this as a problem that the church ought to be i'm going to start thinking about this partnership idea it ought to be better together than apart Mm-hmm. We ought to be better because we're around church people. Right. More, more fruitful because we're around church people. And it wasn't my experience. And mm. God challenged me. And he said, do something about it or shut up. And I, um, you know, I'm not great at shutting up. <laughs> so I went into, I went to seminary almost immediately and said, let's figure this out. And I thought, you know, he's calling me to be a pastor. And I, I really, I, I liked pastoring, but I, he's really called me to helping the church be better, hmm. which I could only put pastor on that title. And so I've turned into what it's, uh, you know, a coach. So I come alongside leaders. I help them have better organizations. That's, that's simple. That's what God's called me to do. Amen. And so when I think about coming to Crossroads, that's what he's called me to do to come alongside the church and help them be better together. Uh, that's and, great. And that's partnership. And, and I, I, Steve, I, I have a podcast, and I hate it when people talk on and on like this because I like conversations. But let me just get this final thing out here that's all, it's, I'm, I'm burdened maybe with this. Okay. Is that I think a lot of pastors go into the ministry because of Ephesians 4. 
God called some to be pastors. I'm going to get the wrong order. Apostle, prophets, evangelists, shepherds, and teachers to build up the body for works of service. And Ephesians 2 says he's created these works of service before we're even born. That's what we're here for. That's what pastors mm-hmm. are here to do. And and if you read it in the going on through there, if you get, you get to the to the uh, Eugene Peterson, the message version of this, he says right. it this way, and I just love it. To do this building up until we're all walking easily and rhythmically with one another. That's awesome. I love that. Wouldn't you like to see that? Wouldn't yes, you like to, amen. for once in your life, see a church that's walking easily and rhythmically with each other? <laughs> and I don't know amen. Crossroads. I'm not saying Crossroads isn't, but I've just not seen a church that is. is and do something about it or, or shut up. And so this idea of partnership certainly comes out of there that we are partnering with one another and Christ is our head as we are the body of Christ. We are partnered in ways that we were created for partnership. And so these ideas of heaven where we just go up and sit on a cloud and, you know, or we have golf or we're on a ship, you know, a boat or fishing, these are all kind of isolated things. And then, and then in Revelation, he says it's going to be a city, and all us country people, like you and me, in these small towns, are like, I'd rather just not. I mean, I'm not looking for Chicago or Indianapolis. <laughs> right. I'm looking for, you know, Sullivan or Casey, where I live. Mm-hmm. But that's we are meant to be in relationship and partnership. And so Sunday, I went back to creation, and yeah. I was looking there to see if there was a sense to me that we were created for partnership from the very beginning, or is this a new idea? And I'm absolutely convinced we were meant for partnership from the beginning. Amen. Well, it's it's so evident, uh, especially as we look in the scriptures. Um, from the very beginning, as you said, from Genesis, how God created, and you you describe that uh, in the process of of uh, God making Adam, and then saying uh, he needs a helpful, suit, a suitable helper, yeah. and uh, then making Eve, partnering then that way, going forward, and we see continued partnership throughout all the scriptures. And then we see the bride of Christ, and we see uh, Jesus, and we are the bride, and and then ultimately partnering with Him in this gospel, as He, as we've seen through the partnership of of Him with the disciples. It was just, yep. it was beautiful. It's been beautiful. It's a part of the whole story that leads to Jesus, and now uh, as we continue on to this very day before He comes back in the return. So, yeah. That is that is awesome. You brought in some aspects of um, oh, some movie clips uh, and some thoughts that way. You brought in uh, some some talk about uh, Tom Hanks and in, in the movie Castaway and uh, how he needed a partner and that partner was was at that point in time nobody else was on the island but a volleyball showed up and and uh, ended up doing that. But his realization, man, I need it. So. You really brought us along in that process, and sometimes in you know as I've spoke before, um, and and you've gotten a chance to speak many many times, that that when we're in the context of a certain maybe time frame, and we want to say a little bit more, but we've got to keep it all in context so that it's that general theme. Um, 
as you were writing and kind of developing this uh, message that the Lord was working through you, what were some of the other little tidbits that you want to kind of maybe share that's relevant for life for us? Well, you, you told me about as I was prepping, but here's a funny thing. I, I got on uh, ChristianityToday.com. It's, uh, I like to see what's happening, what articles they have, whatever. And there's an article called Genesis 2.18 may not be about what you think it's about. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, I just preached it yesterday. So <laughs> what, and I click on it and, and the, she's like, it's about relationship. It's about partnership. It's about, <laughs> and she started out, it was interesting. She started out by talking about a, a series that's on Netflix called Alone. And um, what they did, it's a, it's a reality show, but they take 10 people and they drop them off and, you know, somewhere in Canada where there's no, there's a big lake and there's nobody there except grizzly bears and mountain lions. And, um, and they've got to survive. And, and it's, they, the last person to tap out wins. Right. And so there's no time limit on this thing. They could be up there for months. I mean, in the hmm. record, I think is 110 days, they said. But here's what she was saying about watching this series. And I watched the first one just to see. It is, you would think it's going to, it's again, it's the Tom Hanks thing. You'd think it's this huge deal. You got to have fire, you got to have food, you got to have shelter, you got to have water. I mean, I nailed those things exactly right when I was talking about Tom Hanks. Right. Yep. The yep. thing that makes them break is being alone. Hmm. It's a heaviness on them after a while. A right. heaviness that they just, I'm feeling it now. I can feel that, that thing inside of me that says, I don't want to be alone. Yeah. I want at least somebody to know I'm here. I want somebody to understand me as best they possibly can. I want to be known. And there's that scripture, right, that now I'm not known, but then I'll be, you know, clearly known and I'll know. That's right. That's that's the feeling of, you know, we're not meant to be alone. And then I was thinking about, too, that right after you know, Adam and Eve, then there's the, the fall and the curse. And talking about partnership and God comes to uh, Cain and says, where's your brother? And he says, am I my brother's keeper? Hmm. And I always say, never, there's no answer to that. And I thought, well, he's your partner. Mm-hmm. He's your partner in agriculture. He's your farmer partner. It's clear. Where is he? I don't know. Well, you know, well, I do know. I buried his body. I killed him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The break, the brokenness of partnership with God, that we're broken, uh, that relationship's broken, and then clearly our relationship with each other is broken. And where are we trying to get to? We're trying to get back to a point where our relationship with God is open and real and vibrant, and our relationship with other people is... uh, the same. I my favorite. If I had to pick one favorite passage, it's going to be close between Good Samaritan and Prodigal Son. But the Prodigal Son, you know, his father, the kid doesn't even say he's sorry. He's going to, but he doesn't even get it out of his mouth. And his dad's restoring him and loving him. And you know, you're back in the you know you're back in the farm. And and the older brother who represents the church, if you're not you know, it's the Pharisees, mm-hmm. are like, not me. I don't want to be in partnership with that guy. Hmm. After all he's done, I'm not going to be in partnership with that guy. That is not my farming partner. (laughs) 
And the father's like, he was dead. Mm-hmm. Now he's alive. Such anyway. a beautiful thing. It's it's it, you know as we as we think about what the devastation was during even COVID, yes. when when there was a removal of some of our partners yes. and some of the individuals that that are listening to right now experienced loved ones that were needing that were having to be completely alone and that partnership that uh, that that partnership was lost and and broke hearts and and some uh, the, the lives uh, just withered away and and they're not here today and it is a sad uh, very very sad thing and in a, in, a, in a lot of ways we were alone in our own islands uh, in this very type of thing and separated from one another and how desperately we need one another uh, as we continue through the process of life my you mom know, my mom was 85 um it was before COVID. She's 84, 85. And her health got to where she had to move in with us. We'd offered a long time, and she just just didn't want to give up her independence. And then she got here, and then COVID hit. Mm. And she was just, like, so thankful she was not alone. Wow. Um, and she was with us. And even with just us, I mean, I, I described Mom earlier. She was such an extrovert opposite of me she just couldn't hardly stand it some days and you know just jumped in her car and would go see somebody <laughs> right. and we'd be like no <laughs> but she was right. going to go crazy yeah it was so yeah. heavy on her that she couldn't interact with people and love yeah. on people and encourage people it was hard on her she yeah. she didn't die of COVID. I am grateful. Yeah. Um, she did she did pass away with a stroke um, a couple about a year ago, and so year wow. and a half. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, what a what a lady to miss. But but anyway, I know that she had that feeling of just sadness in her. Yes, you know as we as we as we talk about that relevancy of partnership. And then we recognize not only do we need one another in this life and one another, brothers and sisters, to continue to gather together uh, to spur each other on, um, we see that that not only is that uh, very fact evident, as we've talked about just now, but that partnering with God in to do such such a thing that is much bigger uh, than than what we could do on our own. That is for sure. And even God says more than what. Um, and and it's not a theological debate here, but it but it's this more than I want to do on my own. I want you. Yeah. Oh, for I sure. I want you, child. I want a relationship with you, yeah. and. And that Jesus bridged the gap. He's he uh, made a way so that our sin is forgotten, is removed, as we come before Him, and He's made the way. And now we have this relationship with the Father, and what a beautiful partnership! And it's because He wants us to move forward to tell others. And the oh, partnering sure. now, 
I don't, I'm not going to tell. Uh, the, the people don't know that this is a series. You're going to be speaking again. It, yes. You're going to be speaking again. So we don't want to go into some of the other stuff. But th- this is a great way to talk about some of those, that partnership that's leading into what God's going to continue to do, and even in the likes of Crossroads now. Oh, for sure. And right? what that looks like. I mean, certainly we're here together to tell people about Jesus Christ, what he did for you, how he died, how you can reconcile with him. But I also believe, and I'll tip my hand here, that, that, that another thing that God does is talks about how he sends rain and, and sun on both the good people and the bad people. He doesn't mm-hmm. just send it on the good people. He gives good things. He gives good things to all people, you know. Sometimes the the worst people get good things, and we think, how is that possible? And the best people, you know, can get can suffer and die, and and you like the worst things happen. And I don't always know why, but I know this: that the church exists to provide goodness into the community, mm-hmm. just like rain and and sunshine. And who's going to bring that goodness into the school system? Who's going to bring that goodness into the lives of some kids who's Parents are, are here, there. More kids I know live with their grandparents than than, than I've ever known uh, in my life. And um, uh, I'm excited about that. Amen. I'm excited about it. So the church, the reason why we have to partner together so much, and, and this is where it can break down. So the preacher gets up and says, everybody needs to go tell your neighbor about Jesus. And like like one or two people are like, amen. And then like <laughs> 300 people are like, don't want to so much, you know, mm-hmm. I don't want to, it's uncomfortable. And we say, well, you need to get over it. Well, we're all gifted different ways, I believe. And, and I think this goodness that we bring into the community, people are, why are you doing these things? Oh, Jesus Christ has been so good to me. I just can't help but be good to other people. So what, what contribution do you bring? Are you, are you good with people? Or are you good with, with equipment? Are you good with, um, uh, organization? Are you good with uh, oration, just talking? Are you, you know, we find out what people's gift, God gave you gifts for a reason right? and for his use. Some people are artistic. Amen. Some people don't have any artistic piece in them. How do we come together, Steve? Right. How do we partner to be better together? And so as I come to, to Crossroads, you may hear me say crossover because that's the church I planted. <laughs> uh, but I mean crossroads. As I come to crossroads, mm-hmm. I am so excited to, to partner with you. To partner with you. You bring stuff I don't have. Amen. You know things I don't know. You, And, I, you know, you, you don't know yet, but I know things you don't know. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's you right. know that. I'm just teasing. That's right. No, uh, that's I bring right. stuff you don't bring. Kurt brings stuff that neither one of us brings. Kurt knows right. stuff we don't know. Right. I'm going to partner with you guys to help figure out not just how to guide Crossroads, but how to develop Crossroads. Because mm-hmm. I want to see, I want to see the deacons turn into their full potential as deacons. You know, serving and ministering. And I, and I, they may be doing. I have no idea what they are doing. I'm not judging where sure. they're at sure. and where they nope. need to be because I don't know. Right. But develop that. Develop. The congregation develop people into being able to serve in the church, you know, like they do with your your band and with donuts and with the kids, mm-hmm. and outside the church, 
as I know you're already doing, and I can't wait to find out more, but how do we become more, I mean, if I'm going to spend a year doing something, I'm go- that's, that's my thinking. I'm going to spend a year helping the church develop who they are in Christ, and then also preparing not only the church, but, but, but thinking about what kind of pastor do you need who will continue this kind of development? Right. Pastors right. love to take everything upon themselves and ask nobody to do nothing. Hmm. It's just a curse. <laughs> I know, right? Yep, that's the truth. And may I say, help save you from the curse. Right, right. And God is good, and He is that. And and it really, really, we really see. Excuse me. We really see through the scriptures how He has designed uh, that, and yeah. we're so we're anticipating um, what He's about to do. What we're celebrating, what He's done. How he has worked through the likes of Eddie and and yes. uh, and and celebrating and and there's going to be a process of of uh, grieving, of yes. course. Yeah. But as we as we grieve, we're celebrating what is to come, and what is uh, doing because because God is not going to just stop. No, when Eddie's no. gone, no, that's not his intention ever. No. Or to move forward in this process of this life with him partnering with us as we're moving forward and what a great thing because the strength and the power of god to be able to be uh, utilized in the likes of us oh man we need it we need it and uh, to move forward in in this world in this modern day living that uh, is desperate for the truth well the vision he brought to that church uh, which is still uh, like three stories high on the outside of the building, which I uh, love. You know, it is a safe place for people to come and connect with God. And that may not be exact mm-hmm. wording, but that's that. a place to find a, a place to find direction in a confusing world. Oh, and it, boy, it's more confusing than when Eddie started. <laughs> that's right. What, that's how much truth. more important is this right now? It just right. couldn't be more important to have that right on the square. And yeah. um, he, what a vision he set, and, and God bless us if we can help expand uh, and extend that ministry. Amen. Well, Brian, it's been a delight to have you here on the podcast today, and um, it, it's great to, to be able to... We're doing this via Zoom, um, and we're taking the audio from that, and we're going to be able to... Sh- that's what we're sharing with you here today. But... Um, Thanks for doing that and uh, joining in. We're going to have you uh, a part of the podcast in times to come. So we're going to be able to do this to where we're interacting even um, together with Eddie in in uh, while the remaining time that he's going to be with us. And, and we're going to get a chance to do that. And we're going to be able to be partnering uh, with you and and uh, doing that in the partner uh, partnership here on this podcast and other guests as well as we move forward. But man, thanks for joining us here today and bring in some great insight. I'm looking forward to the process. Let's Amen. bring it on. Let's get going. Thanks, That's Steve. right. Hey, thank you, Brian. And God bless you. And we'll talk to you a little bit later on. So as you heard, uh, that partnership, that talk about how we are as as um those of us that are married, that partnership. He talked about that on Sunday. We talked about partnering with others 
um, relationships that we have uh, and how we need partnership in our lives. Yeah. We need each other. We talked to, he talked about uh, Wilson, the volleyball, yeah. and, and Tom Hanks as, as uh, the, uh, the castaway and, um, and how he recognized how desperately he needed relationship and partnering and how God desires us to partner with yeah. him. So that that is what we talked about um, during that podcast, Eddie. And um, do you have a few words as you listened, um, as now we're talking about partnering with one another to continue on this great work that God is doing in us and through Crossroads and with God as we partner ahead, you know, get come together uh, in partnering with one another as we move forward. Well, we, it, it and that's that's what it that's what it takes that we realize that uh, we aren't on this journey alone and it's just like as far as crossroads uh, uh, it's the body of Christ it, regardless of who's here to lead it. Uh, they'll always be they'll always be the church. And yeah, go ahead. No, that's all right. Go ahead. Use your I was going to say that you know, in in if our and in our giftedness and what Jesus has provided, and Brian and I talked a little bit about that on the recording where uh, Jesus gave gifts of those of the apostles, the prophets, mm-hmm. the evangelists, the pastors, the shepherds, and the teachers. Right, and so when we think about that, and we think about a church body. We are to do this collectively. Now, there's going to be leaders leading us, but as we are then using the gifts of the Holy Spirit and the gifts of our spiritual gifts of of the things that are given to us, like some some of us here, the hospitality. Yeah, we're going to be able to do that and teaching, and whether it's up with the children or down with the youth or an adult study or. Yeah. Um, or maybe it's using the gifts of your hands and and you know Bill Snodgrass and group and the group you know Burt Baker and Dennis Dennis and and uh, even Rich McPhail and and, yeah. and and some of the other ones have gone out and done work for the community and and things here in the house uh, uh, you know at, at yeah. the building and so we all have gifts as we are doing this collectively this is the fiber that binds us and is it just for our our benefit is it just here for our community and for for the world that's really. it and we're to use that for the giftedness to to share with others so as we let's talk a little bit more about just uh, we're going to be sharing with the entire group you will be doing that later but uh, talk just a little bit um, about uh, kind of the mic drop the partnering as we're partnering with Brian uh, we're hiring him on as an interim. Let's talk just a little bit briefly about uh, about that. Well, you know, I guess I said, I've told several that this is a decision that's kind of been on my mind for a year on what to do, what to do. And uh, God had really led me to the point of the whole concept of an interim uh, to let the dust settle, I guess, as I step away. Uh, and God had brought Brian because Brian has a different skill set that I got, and it's the skill set that the church needs right now. Yeah. 
not to confuse people, I said Sunday because of mitigating circumstances, and the main mitigating circumstances is God says it's time to go. Sure. Um, I've always followed God all the way to Freeport and into Mount Carroll and, and then to here, and now it's time to go. And another mitigating circumstances, and I don't want to you know sound like a complainer, but I think people really need to know, uh, lupus has taken its toll on me because I'm tired all the time. <laughs> Uh, and the infusions are, made me sick, but it only lasts a couple of days. But it's just the fact that I'm not given 100%. And I, I mean, in all honesty, I have to admit that. And, and that is not fair to the church. I, I know people let you stay around, but it's, 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 this is what God is doing. And I really do believe that Crossroads' best days are ahead that God is going to continue to bless us, that God knows who's going to come here and uh, and the gifts and the vision, uh, new blood, so to speak, to line up with you and Kurt. And uh, like I said, I have no uh, reservations about leaving because uh, Crossroads is healthy. It's in good hands uh, with you and Kurt and, and now Erica and the Bales, uh, Stephanie and Peter, with uh, and uh, it's everything's in place. and And... God lined all this up. I didn't. That's right. He sure did. He sure did. He did it. I didn't do it. I tr- right. I was an instrument in the fact of getting hold of Brian and uh, and Brian. Uh, he's uh, he's a sharp guy. And like I said, he's got a different skill set, especially in moving churches along. And like he said in the leadership meeting, that uh, he's not going to be the pastor. He's going to be the interim to preach for now and then meet with you guys in the week. But at the end of a year. He's gone. He's not going to. So, you know, and I know you hear stories either way about founding pastors leaving and what that does to the church. But I've got so much confidence in Crossroads people that they realize that I'm not the church. Jesus Christ is the leader of the church. Right. And they need to stick together and move on regardless of who's up front. That's right. That makes sense. That's right. And as we do this together, as we come alongside with each other, then we lead together and we we celebrate what has been, what is right now, and what is to come. And it, it will, you know. And I I don't I don't have any qualms about admitting this. If people leave because I leave, that will break my heart because I, it's almost like I wasted my time here. Right. In a sense. Right. You know. I don't mean that across the board. I mean it was some. I and I know people love me and I love them. You know. But the fact is. Uh, I told some guys this morning, I said, I'm like a bad dream. You can't get rid of me. This is the best church in the world. I want to come back someday. So that's how I feel about it. Right. Well, God is good, and he is going to continue to move uh, with us as we join and partner with him. And that is that is truly it. As we look in the scriptures and we see things like Ephesians 4, we see on that whole chapter there that what God is doing and wants to do through the world and we and you know we've talked about this on numerous times is how much uh, followers of christ need each other and the note the new testament is full of one another's support one another love one another encourage one another help one another on and on and on and on and that's the whole body that's the, that's the whole the whole church that's right uh, god orchestrated something here that no man could ever have done the way that he did it uh, to start and I'm going to share this uh, the, the week before the 18th, that 
how what happened and how all this transpired and it had to be a god thing because no human could do it to That's put right. crossroads together crossroads is god's masterpiece it's god's opus it's a great work of art that he has put everybody together to create this one <laughs> living organism right uh, to build his kingdom and build his his church in this world and in the recording there with uh with brian uh you know we talked about the fact that that god could do it all by himself he could do things he all by himself, us. but he doesn't want to he no. wants to partner yeah. And that's what he did. He yeah, partnered with you, yeah. and he drew the vision, and was also partnering with Ron at that time, and and was was causing a vision, and caused you guys to meet up, and and uh, and then led from there. And God said, "I want to partner with you. Are you willing to receive the call? Would God have been able to do it with someone else? Yes, but how would it have? You know, it wouldn't have been." Um, uh, exactly one way uh, because of the fact that he could he can do anything and he but it would take time to reconnect with someone else. Well, I think the, it might looked a little different too, for sure. One of the wildest things in this whole scenario, when I was still at Freeport and across from is that the Lincoln Park Mall or was that the Lincoln Mall? There? Mm-hmm, Lincoln Mall. There was a grocery store across the street that closed. Had a big stone front and a awning where people could drive out and get out, and that would have made a perfect church. And I had that vision that to have a church where tables and chairs and you sat around and had <laughs> had coffee and, and and things to eat. It, it was like God's living room. That's where I got that concept. So, but it took years to bring that vision to fruition but i had a vision of crossroads even up north yeah he was he was just cultivating it i wasn't wanted he? to create it there but it didn't didn't work out mm-hmm. that that cultivation and that what he does in us um our patience sometimes is is very thin right or or we sometimes want want it when we want it because we see it and we it's understand like, uh, it wentworth my money and i want it yeah, now yeah. it's like in commercials and yeah. that's about right but no. but God's timing is perfect, and God knew when to drop that in. And 1998 was was the time frame. And, October 4th, and yep. uh, we will uh, we will continue to move forward as a as a as a as a church body that that is embracing the community and those that are in need of Jesus Christ. We're going to continue to preach the gospel, live the word as best as we can, and uh, we're gonna we're yeah. we're all flawed people. Coming together, looking to better ourselves with a perfect God that loves us, embraces us, and it's all because of Jesus. Yeah, and He's the one that helps us live with those flaws. That's right. He's the only way that one can get us through them. But no, I'm I'm look, I'm looking forward to the future. I'll I'll miss people, but it's just it's what's best for everybody, and uh, God's got stuff for me to do somewhere else. Amen. Oh. Amen. He's not He's not done with you. That's no. for sure. Well, Pastor, can you pray with us uh, over this and uh, as we wrap this up? Lord, we love you, and uh, we thank you for wanting to partner with the likes of us, as Steve said earlier, that you love us and you've gifted us and you desire to see us shine in your kingdom, and we thank you for that. And I thank you for Brian and uh, opening up the doors to, for him to come in to help move us along, move the church along, Lord, and, uh, and I know he's going to do that. I have great confidence in him. 
and in Steve and in, in, in Kurt and in Erica and Peter and Stephanie that you have gifted them and they're using their gifts and um, the church will go on maybe take have to take another breath but it's going to be fine and uh, everything is going to work out for your glory and, uh, and for Diane and I as well Lord and we'll always be part of this family and uh, hopefully uh, someday we'll come back and and be able to fit right back in and in a different role. And we thank you for that. We love you, God. Give you praise and glory. Uh, thanks for loving us, putting up with us. We ask these things in your name. Amen. Amen. Well, thanks for joining me with, with me here today. I know that it's it's uh, not always easy in the sense of coming back. And, and then and I say coming back, but talking about things that are kind of wrapping up. And it's going to be uh, a time of emotional um, and some grieving, and we need to do that. Yeah. But we're celebrating uh, you um, as well as we do that. But uh, celebrating what, again, I'm going to say this again, what God has done, what God is doing right now, and celebrating and thanking him for what yeah. he's going to do. Yep. For God is at work and continuing to do uh, a great thing. And Bishop Lewis will be here Sunday. Bishop and, Lewis will be. I don't know what he's talking about, but he... He will have something to talk about. I'll oh, yes, for sure, for sure. <laughs> so, well, we are uh, looking forward to that, and we're we're just excited about um, uh, what God is going to be doing in you, Eddie, and uh, how he is continuing to, as we celebrate this wrapping up, again, it's September 18th, uh, just kind of letting you know about that. But um, as things wrap up and celebrating what he's got in store for you guys for the future. Well, so. and, and I guess kind of a mini celebration will be on uh, August 7th at the park when we uh, meet out there and have baptism. And then we're going to go to the Civic Center for a dinner, we catered are. dinner. So that'll be kind of my going away dinner, maybe in a way. Uh, I guess in maybe sense. in a way, yeah. yeah. Part of part of uh, this whole process of of gearing up and uh, and uh, yeah, I think it's going to be great. So yeah, that's Civic Center August 7th. Um, uh, that's going to be a catered dinner. And, well, and uh, you read in the scripture uh, about Paul's farewell to the Ephesian uh, elders. Mm -hmm. uh, that's right. And I'm sure that was emotional. Yeah, so. absolutely. Well, God is God is good, and as we continue to move forward here, and we're going to have um, we're have Brian on the podcasts. Uh, sometimes it's going to be Zoom, so he's actually going to be live with us yeah. in some of the weeks ahead. And uh, there are going to be some times for that as well as we uh, do some of that. And, um, boy, um, we're just trusting the Lord and, yep. and leaning on Him for sure. Thank you, Pastor, for being with me today. No and thank you all listeners for being with us today as you've listened in. And we just pray blessings upon you. We hope uh, your day and the rest of your week will go just smoothly. And God bless you. And until we have this podcast again next week. We'll say goodbye. Bye-bye.